Together we explore health, wellness, spirituality, emotions, and life issues from new perspectives. Join us as together we infuse vitality into life. If you have a desire to live a life that is more than what you are currently experiencing, if you feel stuck, are experiencing health concerns, or are curious about ways to improve your life, this show will give you new perspectives and steps to change your life. Today we're going to be talking about mental health. We'll be addressing the stigma surrounding mental illness and cover what the labels may mean. Confusion surrounds many of the labels out there, and knowledge is power. We must remember that. Knowing real information about something gives you a foundation from which to move forward. We all suffer when our society judges anyone on mere assumptions. We're going to be covering many of the topics in other shows for the entire hour. So today will be sort of a brief overview of certain things because we are going to be taking an hour, a whole show to cover many of them individually. You know, there is a stigma surrounding mental illness. And all mental health issues, it seems. It used to be decades ago, Michelle, that it used to be in. It used to be very chic to say that you were going to a therapist. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There, yeah, there are really old movies that talk about that, too. It's, I don't it's, recall that time frame. It's before your time. <laughs> <laughs> and now, you know, it's important just to remember to go in if you know that you need help or that life isn't going the way that you'd like. Sometimes when we have depression, we don't even realize how things are really going for us. It should never be a source of embarrassment or shame to get help. And labels of any kind can be challenging to deal with from many perspectives. They put us into categories. They either assure that we will get help or they assure that we will be denied help. So it's really important that we're aware of that. Well, and each of us individually can feed the stigma around mental health when we grasp onto those negative stereotypes mm-hmm. or ideas or we we live in ignorance of what some of this means, you know, assuming that everyone who has a condition falls in one of those categories of that they're not functional or they need to be overseen for certain things and maybe they shouldn't be doing, you know, A, B, C, or D. And when we, again, work off those assumptions, like you said, it creates this environment where it induces a reluctance for people to seek help. And they don't like to tell people that they're seeing someone for an issue. And then they live in a world or we, if we're the ones suffering from it, live in a world where the people around us don't really understand what we're going through because they lack that compassion or empathy to see it from a different perspective. Um, Stigmas can also create uh, fewer opportunities for people in the workplace, in schools, finding housing. It, It can create a environment of bullying or physical violence toward people and then we have the bigger picture of some health insurances might not cover certain treatments for that even though most or many um, conditions are treatable in different ways so it's important that we educate ourselves and do learn more about these things so that we can reduce the stigma for people that are experiencing them so we can be uh, more of a community hold people up affirm and help them get through the issues that they're having you know and we need to remember too that mental illnesses are no different than having cancer diabetes ms all of these other illnesses, it's not as noticeable. We can't look at someone. Sometimes when someone's going through cancer treatment, we see that their hair has, you know, is gone. Not always, though. Some people can have cancer and you never know it. So it's all about trying to put yourself in someone else's shoes, but also 
let's get more knowledgeable about how things start, especially when we see everything happening at a younger and younger age. We need to do something now, and we need to not wait until it's too late. So compassion has to be high on our list of priorities for all people. And if we're ever going to get a grip on things and change the world for a better, we need to understand where to begin. And that's part of what we're going to be talking about today, because we're going to see that all this be is really pretty locked in by the age of 14. So we have from ages 0 to 14 to get a much better grip on things. So we can ensure a greater mental health for all of us. So let's try to get a better understanding of how many people might be affected by mental health issues right now. Data is collected and it's studied and put together and it takes about a year. So the data that we're presenting is for 2017, 2018, because it takes a while for everybody that, you know, Center of Disease Control and Mental Health to get all their stuff lined up, their ducks on the same lake kind of thing. So in 2017, it was estimated that 46.6 million adults aged eight or older in the United States suffers suffered with a mental illness. I believe that's one in five adults. Yes. Is what that breaks down to. Yeah, or almost 19% of all U.S. adults. And the prevalence of these mental illnesses is higher among women at 22.3% than in men, which is 15.1%. Young adults aged 18 to 25 had the highest prevalence of 25.8% compared to Adults aged 26 to 49, which was 22.2%, and ages 50 plus is only 13.8%. Interesting, too, that race does come into play here. There's a prevalence of mental illness in adults reporting two or more races. That was at 28.6%, followed by white adults, 20%, and the prevalence of mental illness was lowest in all categories for Asian adults at 14.5%, which is kind of an interesting... Really yeah, throughout all of the different... When you break it down, um, the Asian population has the least in all of them, which is cool. Mm-hmm. We need to find out why, right? Right. And one of the things we can't ignore is the rate of suicide. Suicide is the 10th leading cause of death overall in the United States. It claims over 47,000 people a year. We cannot ignore this. It's also the second leading cause of death among individuals between the ages of 10. I said 10 and 34. My son works um, on a reservation school, and they had a 7-year-old commit suicide last year. So sad. It is. And it's the fourth leading cause of death among individuals between the ages of 35 and 54. And there were twice as many suicides, 47,173 in the United States, as there were homicides, which were 19,510. Wow. We need to get a grip on this. And as you said, one in five adults experiences a mental health issue every year. One in 17 lives with a serious mental illness, such as schizophrenia or bipolar disorder. In addition to a person's directly experiencing a mental illness, family, friends, and communities are also greatly affected by this in all aspects of life. Half of mental health conditions begin by age 14. Okay, schizophrenia usually shows up around age 15. 75% of mental health conditions develop by the age of 24. Now, this is really important because our brains are not fully developed until age 26. So all of this happens before we really are fully mentally there, right? You know, when we think about this too, sometimes adolescents kind of masks some of the behaviors of depression and that type of thing because going through puberty is (laughs) strenuous. (laughs) Well, it is challenging to differentiate what is a normal developmental cycle during that time frame and what is that mental-emotional aspect going on that maybe is out of balance. Right. 
Early engagement and support, though, are crucial to understanding this. And knowing, too, that a large proportion of the people who have a mental disorder have more than one. It's also important to note that people who experience chronic illness or pain, chronic pain, are more likely to experience mental health issues. It's called the, you know, tricyclic effect there. And it's really an important piece to this. We can't forget all of these things. In the U.S. and much of the developed world, mental disorders are one of the leading causes of disability. And you hear a lot of people getting mental disability. And for some people, it's very hard to get that. And for others, it goes through on the first shot. There are so many different definitions of mental illness and mental health. And we're going to be talking about what some of them are. I, one of them is a mental illness is a condition that affects a person's thinking, feeling, or mood. Such conditions may affect someone's ability to relate to others and function each day. Each person will have different experiences, even people with the same diagnosis. And that's really an important thing. We are all so unique, just as our fingerprints are. So how we experience everything, a happy day versus a day where we're having some issues, and then you add on to that someone who has mental health issues, and it gets quite complicated. We're going to be continuing to talk about what mental health and mental illness is in the next segment of the show. For more information, to schedule an appointment at our clinic, or to register for one of our programs, please check out our website at awakenedlivinginfusion.com. You can find podcasts of our shows on our website, AM950's website, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you so much for joining us this morning on Awakened Living Infusion Radio Show. We'll be right back. The infrared sauna at Awaken Living not only helps you get out of the cold, but also improves your health. This is not your typical sauna experience. The far infrared heats your body internally, causing you to sweat profusely over your entire body, yet has no odor. Because the far infrared sauna at Awaken Living doesn't use moisture, you will experience no trouble breathing, which can be typical in traditional saunas. The far infrared sauna at Awaken Living improves circulation, which translates into improved oxygen flow, muscle relaxation to reduce pain, increased healing time, faster muscle recovery time, and decreased inflammation. According to the Mayo Clinic, several studies looked at using far infrared saunas in the treatment of problems such as high blood pressure, congestive heart failure, and rheumatoid arthritis. They found promising results and no adverse side effects. So come to Awaken Living and try their far infrared sauna. It will improve your vitality and help relax your muscles, body, and mind. Schedule an appointment today by calling 952-452-8583 or visiting awakenlivinginfusion.com. Looking to experience the Northwoods and Boundary Waters? Big Bear Lodge is the perfect choice. May and June are a perfect time to spot some moose as well as have great fishing. Mention AM950 during May and you'll receive 10% off when you book the Dakota Cabin. A cozy cabin perfect for couples or a single person looking to unplug and unwind. Find out more about this great getaway and see their authentic modern woodsy cabins at BigBearLodgeMN.com. That's BigBearLodgeMN.com. I'm Richie Mann with Sitka Salmon Shares, a CSF or community-supported fishery. The expression, know your farmer, is a familiar concept in the Midwest, yet know your fisherman somehow gets lost in our grocery stores, fish counters, and freezers. Industrialization has broken that connection between fishermen and consumer. Sitka Salmon Shares is reforging that connection through a sustainable, community-driven model. The world's wild fisheries depend on it. Sitka Salmon Shares creates a direct line from our small boat fishermen right to your door. Learn more at S-I-T-K-A SalmonShares.com. Stress. It's something you experience every day and something you can use a whole lot less of. Stress can not only make you feel frustrated and irritable. It can also cause aches, pains, and fatigue. The Biomat at Awakened Living can make you feel better. The Biomat is a medical-grade, infrared, full-body heating mat used in healing practices all over the world. The Biomat at Awakened Living heats your body through infrared rays, which raises the internal temperature of your body, acting much like when your body has a fever to rid your body of viruses and bacteria. It is a wonderful tool to use for relaxation and as a preventative method for achieving optimal health. The Awakened Living Biomat offers a deep relaxation effect, and as you step away from a treatment, you feel relaxed, calm, and ready to enjoy a more stress-free body. Schedule an appointment today by calling 952-452-8583. And once again, that number is 952-452-8583. 
or by visiting awakenedlivinginfusion.com. Awakened Living Infusion Radio Show. I'm Connie Bjork. And I'm Michelle Kitz Miller. And we are your hosts. Together we explore health, wellness, spirituality, emotions, and life issues from new perspectives. Join us as together we infuse vitality into life. Today we're talking about mental health issues, mental illness, mental health, what the two of them are. And a mental health condition isn't just the result of one event. Research has shown that multiple Linking causes are at work here. Genetics can play a role in it. Environment and lifestyle influence whether someone develops a mental health condition. A stressful job or home life makes some people more susceptible, as do traumatic life events like being the victim of a crime or traumatic event. Biochemical processes in this, and circuits and basic brain structure can play a role, too. Another definition of mental health, which is what we've been talking about in the last segment, because there are so many from different organizations, states that mental health refers to our cognitive, behavioral, and emotional well-being. It's about what we think, how we feel, how we behave. The term mental health is sometimes used to mean an absence of mental disorder. Mental health can affect daily life, relationships, and even physical health. It also includes a person's ability to enjoy life, to attain a balance between life activities and efforts to achieve a psychological resilience. You know, Michelle, all of these things can't help but affect our sense of self-worth and self-esteem. And that's not something that's talked about a whole lot. But when your self-esteem or self-worth is lowered, everything looks a little more bleak. It's a little more challenging to move through life. When that's the case. It is. You know, we all need help at times, and there's no shame in that. When we ask for help, you know, we're also allowing the other person to engage in their compassion, their feelings of connectedness and purpose, too. And both Michelle and I would like to stress, we cannot stress this enough, that your belief trumps biology. What you believe to be true for you matters more than anything else. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. (laughs) Your body is always listening and adjusting to align with your thoughts and your beliefs. So it's imperative to be aware and careful about what thoughts you entertain. I think the term resiliency really applies to that. It's not just that positive thinking and rewiring the brain that we've talked about before. It's the ability that when you do come up against those challenges, those experiences that maybe you feel like push you down, it's that resiliency that you've they've practiced and you know implemented these sorts of things these beliefs that really help you to bounce back a little faster maybe the next time every time absolutely we are learning from every experience that we have hopefully right there's a definition about mental health now this is not this is the absence of you know it's the opposite right emotional behavioral and social maturity or normality the absence of mental or behavioral disorders a state of psychological well-being in which one has achieved a satisfactory integration of one's instinctual drives acceptable both to oneself and to society it's an appropriate balance of love work and leisure pursuits First of all, I don't know that there is necessarily a normality. (laughs) Are you speaking from experience? (laughs) Yes, personal experience. Um, But I really like when their use of an appropriate balance of love, work, and leisure pursuits. And we talk about that so much in the clinic. That those are so important. Balance in general is important, Mm -hmm. but to not always get dredged down in the things that might be perceived as negative or to just have to trudge through life because you don't see those, those, 
you aren't experiencing the love or you aren't mm-hmm. bringing that into your life. And it's not necessarily up to someone else to do that for you, right? It's it's something that we can work on and, and do ourselves as well. And we always need to work on it, right? Work in progress. Yes. Humanity. Yes. <laughs> yes. One of the, of the definitions that I love is from the World Health Organization. It states that mental health is a state of well-being in which the individual realizes his or her, her own abilities that's very important, right? Mm-hmm. Can cope with the normal stresses of life, can work productively and fruitfully, and is able to make a contribution to his or her community. And they stress that mental health is not just the absence of a mental disorder. So let's go into some familiar mental disorders and what they are. And this is just an alphabetical order because how do you do this, right? Right. Well, since it's not a rating system. <laughs> <laughs> and everything's a spectrum anyway. Yeah, that's so. right. There are anxiety disorders, attention deficit or hyperactivity disorders, mood disorders, autism, bipolar disorders, psychotic disorders, borderline personality disorders, eating disorders, depression, post-traumatic stress yes um let's see hiv and mental health issues that are associated with that then there's obsessive compulsive disorder which is not seen as often as it used to be there's uh, and you mentioned post-traumatic stress schizophrenia seasonal seasonal affective disorder substance use and mental health suicide prevention and traumatic events, other, you know, not associated with PTSD. You know, it hasn't gone to that level yet. So let's break down some of these into categories and look at them a little more closely. As I said, this isn't enough time to go into each one in depth, but we will be doing that on other shows. The most common type of mental illness are anxiety disorders, mood disorders, and schizophrenia disorders. The most common among all these is anxiety disorders. And this is when an individual has a severe fear or anxiety, which is linked to a certain object or a situation in their life. And most people with an anxiety disorder will try to avoid exposure to whatever it is that triggers their anxiety. And according to uh, a survey at Harvard, 31.2% of the population is affected by an anxiety disorder. Yes. That's a pretty large percentage. Yes. It is. And so they're going around walking their own little version of hell, you know, as they move through. We've got to be more compassionate. Again, these are not things that we can see. So we need to know that everyone's going through their own things. So types of anxiety disorders include panic disorders, where the person experiences a sudden paralyzing terror or a sense of imminent danger. Phobias. Where you're afraid of something specific or generalized things but it affects your life enough to if you can't deal with it like um going outside yes agoraphobia yes Mm -hmm. the fear of just going out in public there's a really cute movie called nim's island and one of the main characters suffers from this Mm -hmm. and you know they they of course make it look a little light um but it, it does explain it really well yes there's so many things where we can take situations from a movie or that type of thing and apply it more generally. And so many wonderful things that children's movies do that. We just need as adults to be more present so we can help explain it afterwards. Yeah. Right? On the next segment of the show, we're going to be digging deeper into this. For more information, to schedule an appointment at our clinic or to register for a program, check out our website at awakenedlivinginfusion.com. You can find podcasts of our shows on our website, AM950's website, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We'd like to thank you so much for joining us on Awakened Living Infusion Radio Show. We'll be right back. We will heal this Hi, this is Michelle Kitzmiller from the Awakened Living Infusion radio show, and I'd like to tell you about the healing powers of traditional Chinese medicine. The medicine includes acupuncture, herbal medicine, twina, qigong, and nutritional therapy. It's a highly individualized, safe, and effective system of integrative medicine. Traditional Chinese medicine at Awakened Living takes into consideration symptoms, lifestyle, emotions, environment, and individual experiences to determine the most effective treatment to obtain healing and make you feel better. 
Acupuncture is a safe and pain-free way to help your body heal. After your acupuncture session at Awakened Living, you'll walk away feeling healthy, relaxed, and balanced. Traditional Chinese medicine and acupuncture works well on its own or with other treatments at Awakened Living. Schedule an appointment with me today at the Awakened Living Clinic in Bloomington. Call 952-452-8583 or visit awakenedlivinginfusion.com. You know me as the carpet connoisseur of AM950. At home, I have a whole zoo. Seven parakeets, three guinea pigs, and a chihuahua. Understand now why I'm such a big fan of Zero Res? They get rid of every splotch, every stain, every accident for my little critters. And before Zero Res, I used to move furniture to cover up my spots. Now my carpet is spectacular. Call Zero Res right now, 952-Zero-Res, or go online at ZeroResMinnesota.com and say you want the AM950 special. Zero Res, spell it backward or forward, it spells the same. Many people feel a deep void in their lives, as though something is missing, something that's not material in nature. The answers can be found with spiritual or soul coaching. Connie Bjork at Awaken Living takes you through a process which nourishes the deepest part of you, your spirit or soul. Learning more about this important aspect can help you move through your life with greater enrichment and joy. It doesn't deal with religion. Instead, it's about you and your connection to your higher power by whatever name you connect with. Connie at Awaken Living will help you explore your beliefs, both those that you were given as a child and those you've developed throughout your life in a safe environment. Internal conflict and confusion can arise when they don't seem to match up. Spiritual coaching with Connie at Awaken Living will heal you in ways you've never dreamed possible. Schedule an appointment today by calling 952 452 8583 or visiting awakenlivinginfusion.com. Hi, I'm Samantha, and I'm a certified massage therapist at Awakened Living. You might think massage therapy is a luxury, when in fact, it's necessity for having a healthier body. A massage at Awakened Living will relieve your body of everyday wear and tear, improve sleep, your posture, stress levels, and overall just make you feel better. I invite you to come in for some much-needed rest and relaxation at the Awakened Living Clinic in Bloomington. Call 952 452 8583 or visit awakenlivinginfusion.com. With your AM950 weather, I'm Brett Johnson. Look for showers and storms today with a high near 50. Tonight, more rain with a low around 43. Sunday, rain with a high around 48. And Monday, sunny with a high near 63. Did you know that 80% of homes need help with air sealing and insulation? The Green Home Doctor will work with you to make your home less leaky and more comfortable in both the winter and summer. They use special equipment to test your airflow and make your home more comfortable. So stay cool this summer with the Green Home Doctors. Visit GreenHomeDR.com. Awakened Living Infusion Radio Show. I'm Connie Bjork. And I'm Michelle Kitzmiller. And we are your hosts. Together we explore health, wellness, spirituality, emotions, and life issues from new perspectives. Join us as together we infuse vitality into life. Today we're talking about mental health and mental illness. We're talking a little bit about some of the mood disorders and we're, we talked about phobias. Um, now we're going to talk about obsessive compulsive disorder, and this is where a person has obsessions and compulsions. In other words, there's a constant stressful thought, which is the obsession, and a powerful urge to perform certain repetitive acts such as hand washing or wringing of hands or having to take a number of steps forward or don't step on lines or there's all of these things that they have to do where their world will fall apart. And we've talked a little about post-traumatic stress disorder. There's impulse disorders like kleptomania, pyromania, um, addictions somewhat fall into this because, such as gambling, mm-hmm. uh, because it's hard to stop. Once you get started, you don't really have that switch that says enough is enough. And so you, you're compelled to keep doing the behavior. Mm-hmm. And then there are the other mood disorders such as depression. Um, These are known as affective disorders or depressive disorders, and patients with these conditions have significant changes in mood, generally involving either mania, which is the elation, or depression. 
So some of these are major depression, where the individual is no longer interested in life and the activities that they used to do every day. And it can end up in long periods of sadness where nothing is okay. Then we've got bipolar disorder, where the person is either manic, really high, or really low. Traditional Chinese medicine has a really interesting way at looking at mental-emotional disorders. Mm-hmm. Um, and where in Western medicine, most of this is applied to the brain, in Chinese medicine, the emotional component is applied to the heart. And so it's all about when there's a balance or imbalance. And so you mentioned bipolar brought that up for me because that is a condition where the heart is out of balance more so than other areas of the body, um, which then leads to that excessive uh, high, right? Mm-hmm. Or the plummeting of the other side. And so it's treated much differently than it is uh, in a Western model. It's interesting, too, because we've talked on many shows about how your heart really is the center. It isn't the brain. It's the heart. Your heart is aware of emotions far faster than your brain is. So, you know, and that's that coherence again, right, between the heart and the brain. It's, so, it's such an important piece. It is. And to teach people to learn that that is <laughs> yes. the difference and why it, why it is such an important component. Because right. not and all that, of this is happening in our brain. No, and that's what we're here to do, is help people have more knowledge. Then there's something called persistent depressive disorder, which is um, it's a mild chronic or long-term depression. It's similar to major depression, but to a lesser extent. And we have SAD, which is seasonally affective disorder. It's a major depression that's triggered by lack of daylight. We need some sunshine. <laughs> Unfortunately, we're very familiar with that in yeah, Minnesota. That's right. Um, eating disorders as well, where you have extreme emotional attitudes towards food, is another category that people have issues with. Right. And then there's schizophrenia. And there are some questions as to whether that is a single disorder or a group of related disorders. And they're kind of working on that. It's a very challenging illness for people to understand. I just read a really fabulous uh, research article that was done on schizophrenia. And they actually used um, the microbiome to determine if people had it or didn't have it Mm -hmm. due to an excess amount of a certain uh, microbacteria or mm-hmm. a lack of a bacteria and two they were right on every single one if there was a certain percentage of of those that were off they could determine if someone had it which i think is fascinating and says a lot about our nutrition and the things we're putting in our body and how that that gut brain is so important to our mental health as well so it's it's our brain it's our heart it's our gut right it's this is our entire being that really feeds all of this there's a new study that shows that with autism as well yes yes by the age of three months they can tell by the use of MRIs and tests whether or not the individual will later on develop autism because it's already there in their brain, which is an interesting thing. And there have been a number of books as well written on diet and mm-hmm. autism and how it can affect it mm-hmm. for those reasons. Mm-hmm. And then in schizophrenia, it's really important to remember that it normally begins between the ages of 15 and 25. Again, that important cutoff date of 14, right? That age, we really need to get in here and understand. So individuals with this, their thoughts appear fragmented, and they also find it hard to process information. It has uh, positive and negative symptoms. If you're schizophrenic, it's really... um, it's very challenging to get them to stay on medication because they like their highs, you know, yeah. and they don't want to be normal. They don't want to be, fl- they experience flat that lining. as flatlining. Yeah. So what are some early signs to tell whether someone's developing a mental health problem? If certain signs appear in a short space of time, it can offer you some clues. For instance, withdrawing from people or activities that they would normally enjoy. Sleeping or eating too much or too little. Pulling away from people and normal activities of their daily life. Feeling as if nothing matters and consistently having low energy. Uh, Having unexplained aches and pains. Yes. And using drugs or some other form of self-medication, right? More than normal. Even nicotine can fall into that, too. 
And then there can be the feelings of maybe unusually confused Mm -hmm. or forgetful, edgy, upset, worried or scared, but something that's sort of out of the norm of your pattern. Also displaying uncharacteristic emotions. You know, if they're usually one way and suddenly their personality changes and all these other emotions are, are there. Not being able to complete standard tasks such as getting to work, cooking a meal, everything is just too overwhelming. Which would lead to, or along the same lines, feeling helpless mm-hmm. or hopeless in life or situations. And having persistent thoughts or memories that appear regularly, that keep reappearing. And thinking of, of harming yourself or others. Absolutely. Big indicator. Hearing voices and also delusions. And you kind of mentioned a bit extreme mood swings that might affect relationships, um, yelling or fighting with family or friends. Again, those things that are sort of maybe outside of your norm to how you might normally feel or something new that you're experiencing that is off. Right. Or someone around you. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, we've talked a little bit about half of mental health conditions begin by the age of 14, and 75% of mental health conditions develop by the age of 24. Let's talk about that time period in our lives. You know, this means that we have some serious work to do in the first 14 years of a child's life. And again, your brain is not fully developed until the age of 26. Major reasoning happens during those later years. So all of these years are critical. And with the current state of children's mental health, they have, you know, all of the things that have been happening in schools with the shootings and that type of thing, these are young shooters. We need to reach children at a younger age, all across the nation, all across the world. Well, and things even start during pregnancy. So what we do in our family units as mothers throughout the pregnancy, so even things that might seem as simple as exposure to toxins, alcohol, tobacco, those sorts of things that we put into our bodies at any given time um, really affect the formation, not just physically, but mentally and emotionally. What the, the mother experiences, the stressors in her life affect the fetus in the exact same way, and that then feeds the development. So we're, we can start even before the child is born working on stability and balance and creating a really good foundation for mental health. Absolutely. In many of the shows that we've done, we have stressed the importance of the family of origin and domestications, the things that we teach children to be true. And they're handed down from generation to generation. The other thing is, if a child experiences the world of childhood as a safe place to explore new things, or if there's trauma or abuse in the home, and the world is a... And the world is a unsafe place, full of risks, full of treacherous people. They're going to grow up very, very differently. From there, through all the experiences they have, they learn whether the world is safe or frightening. They learn whether taking risks is a positive thing and gets them more knowledge and experience, or if it is something to be avoided at all costs. And then they enter the school years, 12 to 13 years of moving through challenging terrain. Bullying has risen to new heights. And there's a new playground for bullies, the Internet, social media. And social media, as we talked about in the show on isolation, has profoundly negative side effects, for more so for 16 to 24-year-olds. Because they experience more feelings of isolation than any other age group and in higher rates than ever before. They feel isolated and disconnected from everything. In 2017, there was a a study published in the Journal of Clinical Psychology Science, and it looked at data from two uh, representative surveys on U.S. adolescents in grades 8 through 12 and compared them to national statistics on suicides um, for ages 13 to 18 and adolescents 
depressive symptoms between a number of five years, 2010-2015. And they focused mostly on females, but they found that those time frames, the kids who spent more time on social media platforms or on smartphones were more likely to report mental health issues. Mm -hmm. And those that reported time off technology had more in-person social interactions. They did sports, they exercised, um, they read, they did so those sorts of things were much less likely to report issues with mental health. Absolutely. Mental health issues. Sorry. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they had better mental health. That's what it is. That's, that's where I was heading. You know, I strongly believe that we need to make childhood a more interactive time again in children's lives. We used to always learn by play. Kindergarten was a time of interacting with during play and that type of thing. It's almost now to the point where if your child can't read by the time they enter kindergarten, they're really behind. And that's a very sad state of affairs. I used to be in education, and I can't stress this enough. We need to limit all screen time to ensure that they get more play, that they move, that they learn about themselves and how they connect with others. ABC recently aired a documentary on screen time, and there was a four-year-old, a four-year-old child, and her mother was told to, no matter what, just continue to pay attention to her phone, and she put her hands on her mom's face and said, I need you to talk to me with your whole face, mommy. Hmm. Very important. We need to talk to each other with our entire face. For more information, to schedule an appointment at our clinic or to register for a program, check out our website at awakenedlivinginfusion.com. You can find podcasts of our shows on our website, AM950's website, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you so much for joining us on Awakened Living Infusion Radio Show. We'll be right back. In our busy, fast-paced world, sometimes we need the time and space to figure out the deeper questions in our life. In a safe, non-judgmental atmosphere, Life Coaching with Connie at Awakened Living will help you gain clarity in your life in an atmosphere of guidance, support, and affirmation. You will explore who you are and who you want to become to be the best version of yourself. Connie at Awakened Living will guide you to find the wisdom within you and follow that wisdom in all areas of your life. When you fully understand who you are and what you believe, life can take you in directions you never imagined. You will be gently challenged to grow and learn that change can be good, especially when done from inside. Every choice that we make is a decision about the next step in our lives. And it only takes one step to start a new and incredible journey. Schedule an appointment today by calling 952-452-8583. That number again is 952-452-8583. Or visit awakenlivinginfusion.com. We at Total Dog Company are hands-on dog lovers. We are involved in the care of all aspects of our dogs. The same kind of hands-on care is found in Canada brand pet foods. From growing increasing amounts of the ingredients in their foods to cooking their recipes in their own cookery, Canada is a small, independent company that focuses on the hands-on attention to quality. Same as Total Dog Company. Find Total Dog in New Hope right off of 169 at 9432 36th Avenue North and at totaldogcompany.com. Hi, Matt McNeil for Rudy Luther Toyota. My first Toyota and the vehicle which made me fall in love with Toyotas was the RAV4. Now, Toyota is just teasing me as they have an all-new, fully redesigned RAV4. It's gorgeous. A distinct exterior that pops and a refined interior which has everything you want and room to move. And the big news is the RAV4 now comes in a hybrid version. Remember, every new Toyota comes with Toyota Care. Two years of free maintenance. Test drive the new RAV4 today at Rudy Luther Toyota, the southeast corner of 394 and 169 in Golden Valley. Hi, I'm Samantha, and I'm a certified massage therapist at Awaken Living. Did you know your body is constantly affected by the wear and tear of your daily life? Whether it's repetitive patterns or straining from activities, it's important for us to take care of our body, as we only get one. Most people view massage therapy as a luxury, when in fact it's a necessity for having a healthier body. Benefits of massage include stress relief, alleviated pain, decreased muscle tension, improved sleep and posture, improved circulation, release endorphins, and increased relaxation. As a certified massage therapist, I specialize in deep tissue, reflexology, rehabilitative, Swedish, and prenatal massage, working with clients throughout their pregnancy. I will provide you with a healing massage unlike any you have experienced. 
I invite you to come in for some much-needed rest and relaxation at the Awaken Living Clinic in Bloomington. Schedule an appointment today at 952-452-8583 or visit awakenlivinginfusion.com. Awaken Living Infusion Radio Show. I'm Connie Bierk. And I'm Michelle Kitzmiller. And we are your hosts. Together we explore health, wellness, spirituality, emotions, and life issues from new perspectives. Join us as together we infuse vitality into life. Today we're talking about mental health and mental illness. And right before the break, I was mentioning a documentary that aired on ABC where a four-year-old child put her hands on her mother's cheeks and said, I need you to talk to me with your whole face, Mommy. We need to talk to each other with our whole faces, that our eyes are looking at each other and, you know, we're engaging. We need to do that for everyone. Well, that eye contact is important. Mm -hmm. So you can see that the other person's listening so that you can feel affirmed in what you're saying. You can have those conversations as well as seeing the body language and understanding the mood and what those emotions are that are coming up. If we're not looking at someone's face, we lose touch of all that important information, which then distorts the connection that we perceive that we have. And body language is so important. We really communicate most of our Communication is through body language, and if you could see us here, we talk with our hands. (laughs) We may be on the radio, but we talk with our hands. You know, we need to teach children great detail about all of their emotions so that they can express them in understanding and are able to communicate what's going on inside them. This will lessen the or totally eliminate all the frustration that they are feeling or acting out in, you know? If they can't communicate what's going on, all those feelings inside them will fester and come out looking more like anger because anger is the easiest emotion to go to for all humans. And if this happens more often, a child may even be labeled with a disorder or a condition that's so far from the truth. In my practice over the couple last couple decades, I have seen this more often than you would ever think. Parents would bring their children to me and... I would find out that they really had no words for what they were feeling, and it was coming out in acting out behavior. And we would talk about this, the child and I, and start to explore some different feelings of words. There are, for one thing, even anger, right? There's anger all the way up to mild irritation, right? It's just, or just being, uh, you know. Frustrated. Absolutely. Aggravated. And 30 in between, right? (laughs) So Maybe 40. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. And so I would talk to them about this and give them a rating scale. You know, on a scale of 1 to 10, where are you at this and that type of thing. And then I would give the parents work to do at home with their child. And that's where it ended. Because I found over and over and over again, the children who were having trouble with their emotions had parents who didn't feel comfortable with their own emotions. They for sure didn't want to discuss them. And so this poor child is emotionally illiterate. You know, there is such a thing as emotional intelligence. There are books on this. Please, if you have issues with your own emotions, read up about it so that you can pass on a rich tradition of emotional heritage for your children. It's vital that we do this because we see so many teenagers that can't deal with their emotions and it comes out in anger and it comes out in gunfire. And then those teenagers turn into adults with the same issues. That's right. So... You know, the normal personality and behavior changes during teenage years. They mimic or masks, mask symptoms of mental health conditions. This is where the connections that you have formed with your child or the children in your life become even more important. If you've got a good relationship with children, with a child, talk to them about what's going on. You know, don't be satisfied. Well, how was your day? Don't ask that question. They're going to say, fine. <laughs> you know, think of another way. Open-ended. Open-ended yeah, questions. yeah. Think a different question and, and you'll get a different answer. The combination of hormones during puberty and their own mix of emotional experiences makes this a really challenging time for them. 
And then there's the treatment of children. Uh, Most children with mental health conditions are treated in a primary care setting instead of a specialized mental health care setting. And about half of all mental health disorders, about half of all mental health disorders begin by age 14. And accurate diagnosis and quality care are vital in a primary care setting. But not all primary care physicians have expertise in this. And unfortunately, because of that, we tend to Mm -hmm. over-medicate. You know, children that could be benefiting from a different path then are getting a medication just to help the families deal with the situation at hand when that probably isn't in the highest good either of the child or of the family or society for that matter. Right. There's so much more information that we have on children. We've decided since we do have so much information that we're going to do a whole nother show, a second part on mental health issues, going into the treatment much more. For right now, we'd like to also cover some of the things that we do offer in-house for you uh, to help you with issues regarding mental health. Acupuncture helps immensely. Mm-hmm. It helps with the stress response. It helps to get emotions in balance. It helps you to connect with the spiritual side, which a lot of times can, even though we don't think of it that way, can actually be where some of that disconnect begins, right? We, we've talked about that in the Vibrational Mesh Show. It is where the disconnect begins. And so how do we get that back in alignment? And the guided imagery therapy that I do also bypasses all the symptoms that someone is feeling and goes to the root cause of an issue. It, it works where nothing else has. It's just a very miraculous experience, and it works for everything. Fears, phobias, uh, fear of everything, um, weight loss, stress. It just it works for everything. Um, it works in addictions, PTSD. It, it's just a wonderful experience. Also, we do life coaching and spiritual coaching. Every single issue that you have... Its root cause is any emotional issue that hasn't been resolved. We also have things like the Biomat, which is wonderful. The sauna, mm-hmm. along the same lines, detoxifying your body, giving yourself space to just have a quiet moment sometimes is a benefit of that. We have supplements, and it can be life-changing if you are missing out or aren't getting enough of a vitamin or mineral to supplement certain things. There are also mushroom supplements that work with the brain uh, to support brain fatigue and and that type of thing on focus so there's so many different natural substances that are you know that you if you could eat in higher quantities you know which we don't want to sit down and eat a whole gallon of something (laughs) these supplements are really beneficial and i think it's important to note that you can do multiple things for treatment it doesn't have to be one thing and because it's integrative it works well if you're seeing a therapist outside if you're seeing your doctor if you're using medications whatever other treatments you're using um, it can encompass a a much more full uh, and broad treatment plan right next week we're going to we're going to be talking about the treatments some more things about uh, what aspects of mental health we need to be dealing with For more information, to schedule an appointment at our clinic, or to register for a program, please check out our website at awakenedlivinginfusion.com. You can find podcasts of our shows on our website, AM950's website, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you so much for joining us today on Awakened Living Infusion Radio Show. 